There it go, there it go. I was gonna say, lay it down, lay it down. You always lay it down, lay it lay down. down, lay it down. You always lay it down. Hey, look, yeah. listen. If you from the west side of Chicago, all mm -hmm. right. Uh huh. Back in that back in the day, <laughs> you stupid. Back in the day, you knew this song, and if a chick knew the last verse, which was MJG's verse. He was one of the great ones. That's all I gotta say. Yeah, I didn't know none. Of, I I know it, but I don't know it. So I know what you're talking about, but I don't know about heart. So, gee, gee, this is that's it's a Negro spiritual. Is it a Negro spiritual? Yes. Okay. Yes, well, when we, when we when we have our live show, bro, we are gonna see if that's a Negro spiritual. Because if it's what, this, what's going, what's the qualifications for making it a Negro spiritual? When both sides of town know the fucking song okay and i mean they gotta know it know it like they gotta yeah, like know it know it like like okay. it's an era like you 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 in that era where that song was known by everyone yeah. young and old okay all right so that's that's what we gonna we gonna we gonna base it off of just like that negro spiritual chris crucial conflict hey another yeah. negro spiritual mm -hmm. like it's a lot of songs that we probably ain't really thought about and, and when we look at them we're gonna be like Definitely Negro spiritual, outcast, so fresh and so clean. Yeah. Negro spiritual. Okay, okay, all right. I'm I'm ready for it. We do, for our, it? we do our live show this summer. We gonna we gonna see. And we do our live show. I already got our DJ. Good. He already he said he with it. Who? It's a secret. Nah, well, I ain't gonna tell the people. Okay. But you know him. But okay. You know him. All right. And you know he, he you know he he gonna come through, and he gonna. And we can always work with him. It's one of our friends. Yeah, one of our friends. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, I know who it is. Show, we can be like, hey, when it when when this part of the show come up, drop these tracks and he's gonna yep. be with it. He's gonna be with it. <laughs> oh yeah, it's gonna be fun. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. Yeah. What's this episode six four? Six four. Coming from the six oh six four four. It's the brat and JD Ted out, big baby. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> Y'all don't remember that. Y'all remember that. I'm sure my age. <laughs> every week, every week, these people, the people see your other side. Every week, every yeah. week they see other side. It depends on what's in my cup, you know. That's... You gotta blame the cup. Blame no, the cup. I'm gonna blame the cup. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it's the summer. of some of that podcast. We back episode sixty four. I'm Coach Mo. We got Tease. You know what I mean? She over there oh. chilling. Got her lipstick on. You know what I mean? She choosing people. She choosing fellas. <laughs> you fellas, but you gotta come correct. Oh Lord. oh Lord. You know, I'm I'm um uh, I'm I'm um uh, trying to get ready for the summer for the I ain't no hot girl summer, but you know. Ain't no hot girl summer. Ain't no hot girl summer, but you know, I'm trying to uh trying to get in these streets, you know what I'm saying? Cuffing season is about what? Ain't it about the third quarter of cuffing season? Cuffing season is uh you know, cuffing season closes out at the spring. <laughs> and we spring forward this uh we spring forward sunday sunday oh hey, yeah so you've been cuffing with all winter it's probably like you know how they be saying us uh, so what you about to do <laughs> that's the line yeah what you about to that's do hey now look that's the line you get the towel or before you get the towel oh boy probably i mean after that's the that that, that, that would be the nice thing to do you know you don't just 
make it that obvious. But I agree, I agree with you. I think that's after after you get the towel, then you say, so yeah, what you about to do? Yeah, that's what you about to do. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That's I'm trying to see if I ever had a so what you about to do moment, like where. Where I actually somebody actually told me that. Like I'm trying to I'm trying to see if I had a what you about to do. Mm. I, I think I I think I said it. I probably did, you know, probably in my younger years. I can't even say my younger years. I I probably it's probably happened, and I probably just depending on who it was, I ain't care. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not I leave when I get ready. Yeah. <laughs> Period. So I think yeah, I think in my younger years, I think I probably like said it like. Like basically, he's in my dorm room. I probably was like, "Yeah, so uh, what you about to do, or, <laughs> yeah. or what you about to get into?" That's probably what I said. Probably something like that. Yeah, yeah. I don't think guys. I think when you older, um, and you in those situations, I think guys, you pretty much already know somebody's gonna stay or not. You know what I'm saying? Before they True. get, so you already know like if it's whatever that is, or if it's somebody that you're dealing with heavy, then you already know if they stay in and if they not. So you know it's gonna go down. Yeah, yeah. You know if they gotta. You know, they they usually if they leave, they know some bogus stuff. You know, true so, that. Yeah, true that. Oh, well, hey, uh, man, look, hey, everybody, coach, on under the weather. Um, it's been a yeah, uh, I a think rough, you got that though. It, damn, uh, it's been it's it's yeah. been one of the the past <laughs> the past three days been rough. So um um, I took the vid test, uh, teeth um. <laughs> We got our thoughts that you are good, bro. They they said it'll be the results will be back in three days. Okay. You know, I, I hate that shit. It's like it's like back in the day we used to take your eight your HIV test and your Western name <laughs> test. And you gotta sit back and wait because you're mm-hmm. paranoid. But yeah, I took why you just didn't get a rapid test from, from like Walgreens or like CVS. I don't know, because I went to the I had went to the urgent care and then you know the doctor he saw me, he was like, Well, let's just give you a COVID test just to rule out COVID. So I was like, mm-hmm. all right, fine. Okay. Yeah. So then, uh, you know, they they gave me some antibiotics, and that that stuff just wiped me out. So uh, since earlier today, um, I gotta, I got to take it again tonight. I'm probably gonna as soon as we done with the pod, I'm gonna take it again and go right back in the bed. I will say this though, like you know when you getting sick, especially like if you pay a close attention to your body, mm-hmm. like it's all the warning signs there. Yeah. All of it. Yeah. That's why if, if you don't if you ignore it, that's when it gets worse. Yeah, good you, thing you, you went you get all the time, all yeah, the time. Yeah, good thing you went today. Well, I still got my taste. You know, I can still taste. I can still smell anything. Well, I think uh, they said like with the with the the variants that's out now. I think like how you know like when COVID first came out and we had like um no taste and no smell. I don't think those the newer ones. I don't think the new variants that's a symptom anymore. Oh, okay. okay. I don't think so. Cause this last time when I had COVID, I um, I could still taste and I could still smell. But you tested positive. I tested positive. Yeah. yeah. But this, but the crazy thing is, I couldn't um smell the first time. Um, I did have like, I did have a, I did have most of my taste. Um, yeah. I. My I, my symptoms was really 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 mild. It was like you know I had I couldn't smell. I was congested for like a day or two. Yeah. I was more congested than anything. Had a fever for like a day or two, but I didn't have no cough. I yeah. wasn't freezing. I had none of that. Okay. But the second time I had it, I had all that shit. All of it. 
every every symptom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was the worst. Like I actually had to call off work for like almost a week. So and I don't Ooh. do that. I don't Ooh, I don't yeah. call off, I don't call off work and I definitely don't be going for no week. So I was yeah. sick this time. This 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 last time I had it, but yeah, you were yeah. sick. Right. Though, bro. Yeah, I mean, I was you know, we was we was gonna do the show. I said, you know what, if, if I can if I can get through the show, if I can talk without having to cough every five minutes, I'm gonna do the show. But that was my week. So how was your week? So far so good. So far so good. It's been a um been a low key, low key kind of week. Um so yeah, it's went with this Wednesday hump day. Yeah. So yeah, yeah it's been day. it's been it's been it's been good. Looking forward to the weekend. Yeah, trying to get into some stuff this weekend. We're gonna be here. Yeah, it'll be here. It'll it'll, it'll be here. Y'all spring um, forward on Sunday. Yeah, hey, y'all don't forget. Put them clocks up. Well, my phone will do it automatically, but some yeah, people got like the thing. Our phones do it now. Yeah, yeah, I love that. But like, your, if you got them cars that won't do it, or your microwave or stove got the time on there, make sure you do it. Bricky, Sorry, bricky. Y'all. It's all, all right. y'all. It's okay. You know, we 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 still we still live. We still good. We still, still live. Good. All right. I had to do something real quick. I ain't want to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I ain't want to be all you know bugs and cameras. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> hey, y'all. She she didn't want to flash y'all. I ain't want to flash y'all. <laughs> hey, if you did, teach, put your cash up. up. <laughs> oh no, bro. <laughs> hey, listen. People be having these uh these these like OnlyFans, bro, doing some like crazy stuff. Like they're making even, money. They even be naked and stuff. Really, they they just be doing like, just be showing their feet. They may be showing like cleavage. They be having like they be cashing out. It's a chick on OnlyFans that all she do is show her nipples. She wow. Show her face. She don't show her face. She don't show wow. her you, you don't know who she is. She see screenshot at like her her statements from OnlyFans. She made like nineteen grand. Wow. I'm like, these people, like, it's just our nipples, and they be yeah. tipping. They be tipping. <laughs> that's crazy. There he is. But see, that's the thing, though. Like, you have to make sure you ain't got no recognizable, like, scars and stuff where people can know, like, oh, yo, that's Moses. <laughs> right. And that's the thing. She don't have no, she don't have no tattoos around her, like, yeah. this area. That's so, good. Yeah, if you're going to be doing that, you ain't, you got you to gotta make sure you ain't, you know, we ain't got exactly. nothing. There's no if you if you're gonna be incognito about it, you gotta just be really incognito. You can't be having your old tattoo yeah. with daddy name on there showing, like you know. Right, and yeah. don't and then if you change your name, don't don't put a name that people know you by and all that stuff. Right, you know, like, right. Make up something because you know some people forget they be putting their nickname and you know it's like girl that's you Tasha I know that's you <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? That's hilarious. Yeah. And, I was uh I was watching CNN the other day and they mm-hmm. had said that uh uh they have evidence that the uh COVID virus was actually uh created in a lab in China. Like they know that. And now uh I guess the uh the C D C or whoever, the government here, they're gonna investigate that or whatever. But so I was thinking like, what if twenty five years from now when we all sixty plus and they come out and say like we already know it was created in the lab, but they come out and say they finally find out and say that back in 2020, the COVID virus was uh, released on purpose. Mm. Would you? How would that make you feel? 
Now, I know it's kind of hard because we're talking 25 years from now, but what would you think your 60-plus self would say if you heard that? My my 60-plus self was probably still thinking what my 40-year-old self is thinking. Um, Mm -hmm. And I would probably be thinking, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised because I do think that there is a segment of the world that wants to control population, right? Because mm-hmm. we always hear about um, the world being overpopulated. And yeah. the thing is, people don't necessarily, like, instead of us doing the things we need to do to decrease air pollution and things like that, um, and that 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 causes like the hat the, the 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 hole in the in the in the in the ozone layer. Yeah. Um, the instead of us pulling back, we don't want we don't want to pull back on what we're doing that's causing the pollution. We just think the solution is to have less people. So people think like that, and I think yeah. that there is there is a case for COVID being a population control test. Because mm-hmm. it's been buzzes about that for a long time, bro. And with as the earth is um Oops. earth is basically deteriorating, honestly. It, it is right it's before burning, it's burning and people don't um take it seriously. You know, it, yep. it's gonna be a while before it's really gonna before probably the people you know, can really feel the effects of it. We feel it, we see it with the weather changing faster you know what i'm saying and in in the seasons basically blending together almost it's damn near warm all year here so true true um yeah i i, I wouldn't be surprised i wouldn't be surprised what, what about you honestly i would be i would be like really really disappointed and upset because a lot of people lost loved ones a lot of people lost a lot of people who wasn't sick or had any health problems, but COVID took them out. Uh, a lot of people died before their time. Like I, I, I would be thinking about that because I would be thinking about how, you know, people. I, I know it's three years we were removed, but COVID put a lot of people into deep depression. Oh yeah, oh yeah. COVID, COVID stripped a lot of people from uh, contact with their families. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, you literally, like, people literally uh, had to go through a lot of mental therapy because people who had loved ones who were dying, they could not see. They yeah. could not go they could not go visit them. People lost their jobs. Mm-hmm. People lost people in the financial sector lost a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So not only like for me, I would be thinking about that because you know if if, if it is population control, you know, then you always think back to well, you know, in the movies they always put something like that in the movies and you know they always kind of gave us a little hint that mm-hmm. this could happen and that's that's what i'd be thinking you know what i mean because and i wouldn't be surprised if 25 years from now it, that comes out because now they'll be like well who really care now though because right. it's 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 25 years removed right you know but right that's my thoughts so i was just thinking about that and i was like let me ask tease about her thoughts here yeah, I would I wouldn't be surprised, bro. I wouldn't be surprised. It would be messed up because like you said, it did we know that it affected a lot of people, you know what I'm saying? And um in a in a bad way, you know what I'm yeah, saying? In a bad way. Yeah. Uh, 
yeah it, it would be it would be messed up but like i nothing surprises me in his world because i think i think there are a lot of evil people unfortunately yeah, I'm sorry. I, I i do i think there are a lot of evil people in the world i think there are a lot of people that um you know we that that don't care um True. and i think people are blinded by greed so it's True. um true it's, it's to me it's no it's no when you when you blinded by money you know what i'm saying and greed and power it's no it's no stop to what you do so it wouldn't surprise me unfortunately it would it would not surprise me it wouldn't but i'd be i'd just be like well, damn messed man up. they messed up but it, i think covid i think this one bro honestly i swear I, it's something to me i feel like this was just a tester i think the next time something like this pandemic happens gonna be worse because mm-hmm. people when you remember the, the calculator that was counting people that was dying, yeah, that's crazy. Every World day World. It was on TV, yeah, yeah every day. That's crazy. Now all of a sudden it just stop. That's yeah. that that's suspicious to me. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's that doesn't yeah. make sense to me. So every yeah. day for a year it was always that counter. I remember we turned on CNN in that top right corner. It had uh, total death count mm-hmm. worldwide, USA leading the way. It that's crazy. Yeah. Yep. That's crazy to me. Yeah. It started but, uh, and you know, we ended up with the most death is just bizarre. But it's it, bizarre. It, it, but it but it makes sense because how Americans um how we operate and how we don't want to um uh we want to, we want to follow rules. We, 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 we nope. like to we like to be in control and want to do whatever we want to do and People in Florida and Texas and certain areas, they didn't want to shut yeah. down. So Texas was wild. Georgia was wild. Florida was wild. Those yeah. southern states, they still like they still Confederates. Yeah. <laughs> in my mind, they still Confederates. So yeah. But anyway. Because they don't like to be told, you know, you can't go anywhere. And the thing is, like, like they really shut down the world. Like, like your job had to be, what was it called? Uh what was it? What was it? What was the term they use if for people who was outside uh, certain oh, yeah, times yeah. of night? Essential worker. Yeah, you had to be an essential worker because mm-hmm. if, if not, you're supposed to be in the house. Yeah. And I was, and I was like, man, that's that's crazy. Like that's deep. <laughs> that, that's deep. I mean, yeah. people people literally was not going to the grocery stores. People was not mm-hmm. going anywhere. I remember. I, I, I remember that was like for me. That was the first time I probably went through like. That's the first time being a single woman that I probably felt alone. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Because I've never felt like, even as long as I've been single, I've never felt alone or lonely. But when you, when you, when you are, when you're taken out of your routine of going to work, you're, you're around people. Going to church, you're around people. Going yep. hanging out with your friends, you're around people. You know what I'm saying? So when you're in the house by yourself, Man, it's like okay, what am I doing here? You know what I'm saying? And then you, it's it's different. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because you can't be around your family like that no more. Because you know, you know, everybody's trying to keep the uh, spread down. True. So, so it was it was different. It was different. But you know, honestly, people laugh. But I'm mad I didn't have my cat before. But I didn't get my cat to the end of 2020. Yeah, but I, yeah. I would have had her. I wish I would have had her uh, earlier. Somebody yeah, yeah. told me that it was like, you know, you should get a cat because cats are, you know, um, 
they are good companions or whatever. And I'm like, you know, I won't be no cat lady. I, I always had dogs, you know what I'm saying? But right. Right. since I've had a cat, it do. I, I see why people who go through like bouts of depression, why they have pets and why they have like emotional support pets, because they do, they do give you emotional support. So I'm they all do. for um, people getting cats and dogs as, you know, uh, to help them deal with depression. I, I, I definitely encourage it. That's just me. And you know, crazy, I don't care, but <laughs> I remember think, you couldn't. I think you think couldn't, pets are, are cool. You couldn't go see your family. Yeah, and then and then people discovered uh, Zoom, and then all yep. of a sudden, and then all of a sudden, mm-hmm. Zoom got rich. That yep. Zoom got rich. All of a sudden, people started uh, subscribing to Zoom, and he took yep. off. So, so versus you know, took off. <laughs> versus took off. That's you know that's what I was saying. Like versus is not the same anymore because. You know, when, when Versus took out, people was literally inside. Everybody was inside. So the world was watching. And it's just now it's like, man, shit, people outside now. You know, that that whole phrase, we outside, ho. Like, that's, that's all people <laughs> say now. Yeah, because everybody was excited. But yeah. before, we, before we move on, bro, there is a documentary that I wanted to watch that I saw somewhere. It's called Died Suddenly. And it's talking about the... um the COVID-19 pandemic, the outbreak when initially happened. And it was talk, it said, it's like, if you Google died suddenly, um, I can't think, I'm, I'm going to send you a link, but it's, it's about, it's, it's, it's basically, it's a conspiracy, you know, I guess you can say conspiracy documentary, mm-hmm. but uh, it talks about like that phrase in people who all of a sudden just died that were, that were um, voices initially for, yeah. The uh the, the pandemic. So yeah. I'm gonna send it to you. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna send it to you. All right. Uh let's let's go ahead. Let's talk about uh my man, man, my guy, the quarterback for the Ravens, man. You know, it's been a lot of NFL. First of all, free agency starts next week. So next mm-hmm. week is when is when you can actually uh legally tamper with free agents, meaning your teams can have contact with agents. Stuff like that. So, Lamar Jackson was given a non-exclusive franchise tag. Uh, I just found out what that is. Tell the folks what it is, just in case they don't know, because I just found out what it was. A lot, a lot, of, a lot of people don't. A lot of people have no clue what non-exclusive yeah. exclusive <laughs> means. But basically, that tag, the non-exclusive, means that they offered him a one-year, thirty-two million dollar contract. It's guaranteed. I'm sorry. It's 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 guaranteed, but that's all he'll get. He mm-hmm. won't get any. He won't get any game checks. He won't get any of that. Um, basically, with that non-exclusive tag, Lamar can actually work out trades with other teams to get a better deal than what he wants. But the Ravens have a chance to match it if they want to. Okay. So that's what the that's what the non-exclusive tag is. The exclusive tag is they put the tag on you. You got until a certain time frame to sign that tender sheet, and you can't work any deals with anybody. So basically, that team has all your rights. So you can't go free agency. You can't work out any deals. So basically, what the Ravens did with Lamar was basically say, "Look, we not we not get the idea of two hundred fifty million dollars. Um, however, if you think you can go out there and get it from the market, go right ahead." And we can live with you leaving, but we're going to get two first-round picks from mm. the team that signs you. Um, 
I I hate what's happening to Lamar because when you look at guys who deserve to get paid, he's one of them. Yeah. Uh, but listening to people talk, listening to people who cover Baltimore, Baltimore is uneasy about giving him five years because the last year and a half, Lamar's been injured. Been hurt. Yeah. Been hurt. Yeah. So, so Baltimore is looking at that, and I get it. He's twenty six. You know, I, I understand these these owners. Owners, owners are in the business of making money. We all know that. Yeah. In the business of making money. Owners don't want to give out money for guys who are not going to be around. I get right. that. But when you look at other guys around the league, this is an issue. The reason why everybody's upset is because Deshaun Watson got $250 million guaranteed from That's after not playing for two years. After not playing for two years, yeah. which, which pissed off all the owners in the league because – they were saying like, "Why would you do this? Because now right. you're gonna put, you're gonna you're gonna set a precedent, right? For other players, hold out or negotiate just like that and say, hey, I want what Deshaun got.' Right. Now, if you look, if you look at Mark Jackson's resume, his resume is better than Deshaun Watson. First of all, he's, he's, the, MV, he's the MVP. That's number one. Mm-hmm. Um, he's I think he might be the youngest MVP in football. I think I think he did. I think so, but. He's never been in trouble at all, mm-hmm. at all. He's a great teammate. People love playing for him, mm-hmm. and there are there are people around the league that say he's worth it, right? That be, that believe he's worth it, right? So this situation next week it should start to probably heat up. But um, last night, people on Twitter, people, who, you know, a lot of influencers were saying the NFL is colluding because all of a sudden you had like five teams come out right away and say. They're not in the, the Lamar Jackson uh, uh, sweepstakes. They not? Yeah, like Atlanta, Atlanta, Atlanta said they're not in it. They're not going to pursue Lamar. A few other teams. But I think it's hard to I think it's hard to prove collusion in this situation because it's Lamar Jackson. So right. a team, if a team need him, they're not going to outright say we don't want him. But right. you know. People had their theories, and I get it. It's based upon whatever. But I said, this is how I feel. I don't believe he's going to get money anywhere else from anybody. And I think what's going to happen is either he's going to either hold out the entire year with Baltimore until he become a free agent because they can't tag him again after this year. Mm-hmm. Or, or he's going to get an offer close to what he wants, and Baltimore may say, all right, we'll do that. Maybe four years instead of five. So we'll see. We'll see. But I, I don't believe he's gonna get what Deshaun Watson got. I don't think I you know, I, I don't I don't know enough about football to say that, but I from what from watching Lamar Jackson when he has played, I definitely and what I what I hear about him, I think he's definitely probably worth it. Yeah. Um and there's a bunch of teams that need quarterbacks. <laughs> so I can't I, I think it's I think he gonna call a bluff. I think it's it's a it's fluff, bro. Honestly, I think it's fluff. Like those people that say they they weren't in the mix anymore, I don't believe it because it's some of them need quarterbacks. So I don't um I think like you said, he may not get um the five year deal, but even considering, I mean, he has to consider he has been injured. So yeah. I think reality, you know, what they you know they tell you when you when you negotiate, you always aim high. And then get the number you really want. So, I mean, I think it's to like the 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 contract that 
the shine gap was probably just never heard of. You know what I'm no, saying? So, so I think you know he's fair to it's fair for him to 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 want that. Um, yeah, he may not get it, but I think he'll get close to it. Yeah, I definitely, can, he, I definitely think he'll get close to it. He might, and and he might get it from the Ravens. Um, for sure. I just, I just don't think he's gonna get 250 million. Yeah. Um, and and the thing is, this is what I, I had to tell people: there's only a few teams in the league that have cap space to even absorb what Lamar wants. We're talking 50 million dollars a year. Mm-hmm. There's only a few teams with that amount of cap space. The Bears are one of them. The Falcons are one of them. And then you gotta also look at not only agree to pay him that, but then they would have to agree to give up two first-round picks. A lot of people don't want to give up their first-round picks. Right. A lot of a lot of a lot of teams value draft picks, and 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 it's their right. So it's not just as simple as people think. People keep saying, "Well, he'll get the money from somebody." Well, this market this year, free agency number one, it ain't the best, and number two, not a lot of teams with a lot of cap space. Right. And nowadays. A lot of teams, look around the league, a lot of teams are getting these young quarterbacks and they win a Super Bowl and they winning. They winning on these quarterbacks' rookie deals. Because mm-hmm. to, be, to be flat out honest, if you when you sign these quarterbacks to them long-term deals, the following year, people are going to leave the team because they can't pay them anymore. Right. That's, that's why teams try to win in these rookie deals of these quarterbacks because that's the window. Right, because you're not paying a rookie quarterback a lot of money. Right, like like Justin Fields, the Bears are trying to put something on his field so they can be competitive. Because what's going to happen? Are they really this, trying though? Well, I mean, <laughs> we're gonna find out next week. Yeah, we're yeah. find out next week because yeah. that's when free agency begin. But they're gonna try to put players around him to try to win while that window's open. Right, because what's going to happen when he becomes a free agent, uh, based upon his numbers or whatever. 40 plus million. So it's listen, Daniel Jones got 40 million a year from the Giants. Mm. We know we know damn well he's not better than Lamar Jackson. <laughs> right. Right. We know that. Right. So you know David Carr got uh he getting 200 mil. I saw 60, that. 60 of it guaranteed. You know, we you know uh my man from Seattle. Uh Geno Smith. You know, yeah. Th- 3 years 105 million. If 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 he meet his incentives, he'll make up to fifty two million in year one. Wow! So you so you know Lamar looking like wait a minute. Gino finally uh John, Gino finally make uh you know living up to this his height. <laughs> but and lastly, my before we move on, my thing is that people don't want to admit to this. Lamar don't have an agent. Lamar oh, Lamar, Lamar and his mom is representing him, mm, and I okay. and I keep and I keep telling people, yeah, I get it. You know, everybody want to be on this whole hotel shit and all that. Listen, don't do that. So, so what? So what if you got to pay your agent twenty percent? Your agent's job primarily is a buffer, right? He he negotiates. He or she negotiates on your behalf. They hear stuff from the owners that you're not supposed to hear, right? The owner is literally telling your agent, "Well, he get hurt too much, or we ain't won years with him." Your agent is the buffer. Your agent comes back and tells you, look, they want to negotiate, but here's what they're willing to do. Here's what they're not willing to do. Right. That's the buffing. And at some point, the agent, the team, they all get together and they agree. And the problem is, I think Lamar... 
one. Maybe he'll get one this year. I, I, I actually hope he do. I hope he do. Nothing against his mom. I don't know the lady. But if there's there's a difference between demand versus negotiation. For sure. When you, when you negotiate, you can't say, I demand X, Y, Z. You got to give a little. The other side gives a little. And y'all meet at the middle. Right. Right. I mean, I get it. I, I, I get, like, you know, some people don't trust you know agents and all that and maybe he hasn't found maybe he hasn't i'm sure or i'm sure there are agents that approach lamar in that there's, have, there's agents who tweeted that i will work lamar's deal mm -hmm. for free yeah so i can get him because that person said i can get him what he wants yeah i mean i i know there are people that, that have approached him but clearly he has some kind of you know uh, hesitation so you know, maybe maybe him being around at least for years, he'll maybe one of the other players maybe even talk to him and tell him like, "Hey, man, you know, this will work out better for you." You know, um, but in the long run, if you go ahead and get you an agent, but we should see. We we gonna see because it's gonna be interesting. This whole this NFL offseason is huge because it's the Bears. They on the clock. You know, the the, the offseason, the free agency is is right before the draft. The draft mm -hmm. is in April. Free agency is in the whole month of March. So we're going to see what happens. It's going to be an interesting uh, year. So, mm -hmm. you know, it, NFL feels like NBA now when it comes to uh, off-season stuff now. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's a little more spicy than, than, than it used to be in the past. Because used yeah. to be, honestly, you really didn't used to hear too much about uh, no, you didn't. about the free agency in the NFL, at least even, you know, as a casual fan. I, I don't remember. I don't remember being this... Um, it's hyped up so yeah it is I, and i think it's because you know what it's 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 more um it's more variety bro like even with yeah. the black quarterbacks you know what i'm saying like all of those positions you know what what was traditional before they're kind of like changing so i feel like it's a a new wave coming through the nfl and they they definitely still owned by old white men but yeah, yeah. I think as far as just like um They've, 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 they have been trying to rebrand themselves. So yeah, they've been trying. They yeah, they are. More marketable to the common people. Seems yep. Now, so, yeah. And uh, speaking of spicy, that's a good good way to transition. The NBA, NBA talk. Yo. Oh. Um, Kendrick Perkins versus JJ Reddick. <laughs> <laughs> spicy, spicy, spicy. Oh yeah. I wish I I wish I could have pulled that clip up. I wish I could have pulled that clip. Oh spicy, man. spicy. Let me see if I can find it, bro. Cause that was a that do, do you have it? I don't know if I have it. I don't think I have it. Uh, no, I don't got it. Man. Okay. I saw it in real time. So I was when I was watching, I was like, ooh, we. I, I saw it. I saw I actually saw it on your page. So <laughs> oh, okay. So give us a get give us give us a um give us a uh a uh so basically here's the here's the here's the like the the the, the version. So everyone everyone believes Jokic is gonna win his third straight MVP and Jokic is plays with the center for the Denver Nuggets. He's having a great season, so it's not like it's not like it's some shit that's far fetched. Right. He's having a great season. Kendrick Perkins went on went on uh, first take a day or two ago, and was saying how like the media is playing a big role when it comes to voting for Jokic. Mm -hmm. He said that 
um, if you go back in history, the MVP winner, Steve Nash, when he won one back to back, Larry Bird won three in a row, and he brought up Jokic again. And he said, basically, what do all three of these guys have in common? And then he said, Stephen A. Smith, I'll let you answer that. So basically, all three of them white. Okay. The white media tends to vote for those guys, even though they're not the leading score in the NBA, even though they may not be uh, the best players in the NBA, or they may not uh, be better than the guys who are the leading score or whatever. So basically, Kendrick Perkins has been saying all year, the MVP should be Joel Embiid. He lead the NBA in scoring. The Sixers are top three in the East. And Kendrick Perkins said the, the, the white media is, is pushing this Jokic MVP because that's what they're going to vote for. And J.J. Reddick came on the show the following day. And he basically lit into Stephen. Well, he lit into Kendrick. But he started the his he started his I wanna say rant, but he started his statement by saying this is the problem with these type of debate shows is that guys come on here and create narratives that do not exist. Mm. And and he said, Kendrick Perkins, you implying that Joker is gonna win the MVP because the white writers are gonna vote for him. He said that's basically you're saying only white guys vote for white guys. So Kendrick Persons was just basically, he fired back, clapped back, and was like spitting facts. Kendrick was pissed. You could tell he was pissed. Even they had that look like, uh-oh, what did I get myself into? He he wasn't really saying that, which is which is funny, because he he ain't never speechless. <laughs> Stephen, Stephen A had that look. Remember how Calvin had that look in Django? When, uh... <laughs> really, bro. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, but they, they, you know, they went at it, and then eventually, you know, they went to break, but here's my thing. Perkins is right because I've been there around basketball all my life, watching NBA all, all my life. Um, he's right because most people, like, even in elections or whatever, they tend to vote for people who look like them. Mm-hmm. They do. They just, it's just what it is. Mm-hmm. And, and on some hoops, on some hoop talk, most black people when they see a white dude, they think they can't hoop. I'm just gonna keep it a hundred. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's always been like that. Even white guys will tell you that. But until you get on that court, and then that's when brothers will be like, "Oh shit, white boy can hoop." Right. So the thing with Jokic is hard to say he don't deserve it. Right. You look at the numbers. numbers. His numbers is outstanding. Mm-hmm. And then you know. Ago, basically Kendrick been at Jokic's head all season. He said two weeks ago that Jokic is stat pattern. Mm. Because he, you know, when they get the triple doubles, they're undefeated. He don't take a lot of shots. He 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 don't shoot the ball on purpose because he want to get his percentage a certain way. Now again, I'm not lying. A lot right. of guys in the NBA pay attention to how many shots they take. If you if you really notice. A lot of guys don't even shoot half court shots at the end of the quarter at the buzzer. Right. They don't want to fuck mess up their percentage. Right. So he's not he's not lying. Right. What he said happened. Ask any NBA player beyond the mic, they'll tell you that. Right. I think LeBron has done it his whole career. Mm. Watch his percentage. Watch how many shots he takes. 
LeBron really never takes in the quarter threes that much. You could probably you could probably go through the year see how many end of the quarter threes he's taking. I've seen LeBron literally get a ball up when it's three seconds left. End of the first half, end of the second, end of the first quarter, end of the third, because he ain't gonna take that shot. I mean, it happened, but people was getting on JJ Reddick because people was like, JJ, you need to wake up. The real world, you act like racism don't exist, whatever. And then people was getting on Perkins like Perkins, you reaching, blah blah blah. But honestly, I think both of them had a point. I think I was gonna say, I think I think it's I think they both had a point, bro. Because I think had a point. I think JJ Reddick probably takes offense to it because he looks at himself. I mean, he's a white dude, and I'm yeah. so he considers himself just by his commentary to be fair, you know what I'm saying, and open minded and and not like uh, you know, he's gonna in in his mind, I'm sure he thinks he's somebody that you know, go yeah. go play by the books. And if you the numbers are there and they pick, you know, but that's just him. There's a lot of old writers that ain't gonna that that's just the thing is, I don't, I don't even want to know if it's necessarily racism or if it's just that sometimes media they 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 catch on to somebody, bro, and they just that's they pick. It is. You know what I'm saying? And they don't, I don't know necessarily if it's just like a race thing, more so than it's just like that's just that's just how it is. Like some they just this that he's the guy for the moment, and for whatever reason, they want to lay on that story you know is it because they you know some some of them may have this secret thing to want you know a white guy to be the mvb you know in a league that's full of black people maybe yeah maybe it's possible i mean we're not gonna count that out you know what i'm saying um is it just that he you know they're trying to you know um promote a foreign player i mean maybe you know what i'm saying to 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 you know, uh, increase the global visibility of the NBA, even though we already know that they're v- very visible. But you know what I'm saying? If they're trying to keep that up, I don't know. I don't like. I I, I agree with both. I mean, Kendrick is Kendrick is not lying, and I I think JJ has a point too that there are some. Everybody's not doing that. You know, what yeah. I'm saying? there are some guys that are looking at the numbers, and you know, but I can see like most people thinking like if if you're gonna go by the numbers, then. Yeah, Joel Ob, you would think that that would be like he he would be the the buzz and B that he'd be the buzz of like okay yeah but I mean he he's getting it but not like Jokic for whatever reason I don't know everybody everybody love him everybody love him I don't it's a uh, it's he a weird, would be yeah he would he would be the first back to back to back MVP since Larry Bird mm. but you so know Michael, Michael Jordan has never won two in a row. How far did they get last year? In the second round. Yeah, I don't. And see, and see, that's another thing that yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> but see, that's a that's another thing that people was bringing up about Jokic. They say he get a pass because yeah. he never gets out of the West. Yeah, been to the Western Conference Finals, I think once, once or twice, and they're saying how he never gets out the West, and yeah. they were saying how like. I think was it Kendrick or was it Jason? Was it Jay Williams? And they said the criteria and the criticism is different for guys like him and Luca. Mm-hmm. And it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. It should be. But again, let's go back to this. This is facts. The last American-born NBA player to win the MVP was James Harden. Mm. You know what? Year, you know what year that was? 
What was that, like 2015, 2016? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, again. Damn near 10 years ago. <laughs> the best players in the NBA are Euro- European. Well, but, but the best, you know, is a quote. It's it's the best to, to 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 certain people. You know what I'm saying? But again, but what you can't deny, you you can't deny this. T. Luca, Jokic, and Giannis are the three best Euro players in the NBA. Put any other two American-born players in there if you want to. But sure. Luca, Luca, Jokic, and Giannis are the three top players. Sure. That's it. Yeah. So that's why they said the best players. European born. Mm. MB, you know, he from uh what is he from the Caribbean? Uh, is he Haitian? I don't know. I, I forget. Was he African? I, I think he's African. Okay. But again, that's what I'm saying. So again, the everybody everybody sees it, but they just don't want to say it. But we, we've never been in this area era of basketball where you are players are yeah, he's players. Where are you from? Cameroon. Yeah, Cameroon. Mm-hmm. We've never been. In, we've never been. In, we've never seen this. Yeah, we've we've never seen this era of basketball before. Yeah, and then it's, and it's interesting. I mean, it's different. It it's different. It's definitely different. Very but different. I, I think that's what the NBA wants, though. So that's what I'm yeah, saying. That's what, but that's what I'm saying, though, bro. In the sense that it may just be that's that's what the NBA is pushing for. You know what I'm saying? Which you know, I don't know if it's good or if it's bad. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's it, it's a good thing to to have that global presence and to promote your uh, international players. But you know, your 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 American-born players. You know, I can see them feeling the yeah. way. Yeah, yeah. And it's just funny because seeing JJ and uh, Kendrick go back and forth. Kendrick nose got all big and shit. You know, he was his nostrils flared up. He was mad. He was big man. We got posted on the page. <laughs> he, was, he, he was mad as hell, man. Like he was so mad. That's that was hilarious, yeah. But uh, I mean, it was it, it was good TV. It was a good segment. I'm well, sure. It was. I'm sure when they put the clip out, it got a lot of clicks. It got a lot of traffic. Yeah. And that's and that's what it's about in the, in that industry. Yeah, it was funny. <laughs> but like, but like I said, this is. This is barbershop talk. Yeah. This is this is exactly how guys in the barbershop talk about well, I'm a girl, so I'm not in the barbershop. No, in the beauty salon, y'all don't talk about sports. Oh, we don't. We talk about other stuff. Y'all talk about Tyler Perry Basketball movies. Wives, not Tyler Perry movies. Basketball wives. Um, you know, love and hip hop. That's what we talk about. What y'all talk about in the beauty shop? I just told you, basketball wives, <laughs> love and hip hop. You know, they just, uh, Malaysia just left uh, basketball wives. You know, that's what we're talking about. <laughs> oh, I ain't know that. Wow. Okay. You ain't know that. Damn, nah, I, I see, next week, I got I to gotta have a segment for uh, I can kick, I can uh, update y'all on all the Ratchet TV. You got to school me on that because I, I oh, stopped yeah. watching. Yeah, Malaysia, she uh, stepped away from the show because for her, uh, for her piece. So. Really? Yep, she, she a bird anyway. But anyway, moving on. You <laughs> bugs. Uh, did you see Creed? <sighs> did I see Creed? Did I see Creed? What are you talking about? Did I see my man. What are you talking let's, about? Let's teach. Let's teach. Let's talk about the movie. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Uh, I did see Creed. Did you? Did you see Creed? Yeah, I saw Creed. What were your thoughts on it? Because I have lots of thoughts. What were your thoughts? I, I thought it was very good, really good. I, I enjoyed the movie. Um, I love how they 
gave us the, the background on Adonis, mm-hmm. the whole entire background. I appreciated that. Um, I like how they brought it all together. Um, I, I, I actually paid attention to how they tried to make him look older. Mm-hmm. I, pe- I peeped that. Because um, he was like basically retired. Yeah, he's retired. Yeah. Because, you know, boxers retired in their 30s. Because yeah. you're, really, you're really not supposed to be boxing outside of 36. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I um, I enjoyed it. Um, I I had posted on Facebook. I found myself when I was watching it, like I'm I'm literally like, this is like Killmonger versus the Kay. LA ver- the LA version of Mike Tyson. That too. <laughs> old boy who played uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Damien. What's his name? What's what was his Dr. name? Majors. Yeah, he had. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe somebody should ask him that. He looked like he embodied Mike Tyson. I'm talking about the young Mike Tyson. The Mike Tyson with the facial expressions, the look, yeah, the everything. He looked like he embodied Mike Tyson, and he did a hell of a job. He was, yeah. he was, he was really good in this movie. Really yeah. good. And yeah. um, I actually, I wish the fight scene could have been longer, but I saw where he said they had to cut it. Yeah, because the movie, the movie would have been long as hell. Um, but. Yeah. We going back to see it. We going back to see it. So I want to see it again too, bro. Yeah, That's I love it. the movie. I want to start off by saying, first of all, Jonathan Majors is that dude. Okay, he is that dude. Like you can, whatever movie he's been in, he stole. A, he's 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 a still he's a a scene stiller. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like he's definitely like um, you can tell a difference between an actor. You can tell he's trained. That he's a trained actor. Like he went to school. He has a master's degree in art. You yep. know. Yeah, you, you can see it. It's just he's just um he's amazing. You know, like I just I I um enjoyed the movie. I I thought Michael B. Jordan did a great job as a first time director. Um, yeah. I found out you know was interesting, which is kind of cool that all the Creed movies they had black directors because you had yeah. Ryan Coogler as the first one. Um. The guy, I think his name is Stephen. I can't think of his name right now. Another young, another young black dude in his thirties, and then they gave uh, Michael B. Jordan a chance to to do it. And so, um, I think that that's 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 pretty dope that they've done that. But I also like the fact too, bro, that Creed. Um, I like when we, even though I like that, I feel like we're moving into a time. Hopefully, that movies that have like black leads it's not like a um considered a black movie true you know what I'm saying it's just creed three you know what i'm saying and so i feel you i feel you a black movie because when i went to the theater there's white folks in there you know what i'm saying too yeah yep. and it shouldn't be it, but that's how it should be that it should just be like it's a good movie it has two black leads and it but the, the two black leads is just like a caveat to it you know what i'm saying like yeah yeah they they were they were the people for the part, you know what I'm saying? And that's that's what it was. But I I, I definitely enjoyed it. I think um I think shout I, out to Wood Harris. Wood Harris. Wood Harris right now. He uh, he he he's always good at everything to me. So he's a he's an underrated actor, I think. Um he's been around for a long time. Um, but yeah, he he he's always good. Um I just enjoyed it, bro. I want to see it again. Yeah. Um I think that. I didn't miss Rocky in the movie. Um, and I think I that, did. I did. You know what? I I can take a leave, Rocky, because I never was a 
I I watch I'm like any other kid in the 80s. I watched the Rocky movies. I've seen them a thousand times. But I'm not a I never I could do I can do without it. They're not none of my favorite movies. They they weren't the acting is wasn't good. <laughs> you know, it's it's just the story of the underdog and they always it's always predictable. So that's why I didn't understand why people were mad at saying that Creed was predictable. I'm like every last Rocky movie is predictable. So I um I don't understand why they stuck with that formula. So I don't understand what was the big deal. But I didn't miss him being in there because he's old as I feel like he's old. He don't he don't really have a place in the movie. I just wanna I just wanted a cameo. I didn't, I didn't miss him. I'm sorry. I don't I didn't think he had a I don't think he had a place in the movie. And I think that if they did it would have been forced to me. And I feel like they're trying to make Creed a separate just a separate, you know. They should have uh, killed him off. I think they should have killed him off. That's what I want to say. But the thing was, I think the thing is, they said that um they killed off uh the mama. Yeah, but I, so I we think, won't see her no more. I think Rocky said he's open to doing like a Creed Four. He just the guy, the other guy who's producing him and him and uh, Sylvester Stallone have like creative differences, and so oh, he, oh, he okay. don't they don't get along because I because um. I saw an interview with Sylvester Stallone where he said he loved Michael B. Jordan and he would work with him. But the other guy, that the white, it's another older white guy. He said they don't, he don't, he won't oh, if okay. he's part of it. So it wasn't him not being a part of it wasn't because of Michael B. Jordan. It's because I didn't think so. I didn't he don't think like so. the uh, he don't like the other dude that he don't like the dude that's producing it because I guess okay. he don't really have rights to the movie. Um, like I don't think it's exclusively like Rocky. Yeah. Is, that's not exclusive to Sylvester Stallone, so it's not right. It's not because yeah, the Creed, so I don't, the Creed, Creed but they did get him producer credits, though. They did get him producer yeah, credits. I so saw that. Yeah, that was that was cool. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I, let me I, ask you this. Let me ask you this. Do you want another Creed? Um, I do, but I and I'll say this because I saw a lot of comments about like people wishing the story was longer. Um. I think it was perfect timing. I think it was fast-paced, and I understand why they left some stuff open. I think they left a lot of stuff, bro, hanging for the fact that you can do a four and give more background on maybe Dane. You know what I'm saying? You can give another story and introduce maybe a woman boxer and his daughter. You know what I'm saying? That's like, what's coming. I That's think what I think is coming. Yeah, I think he can... I think he's... he's they did a great job of leaving it open so they won't put himself in the box to where he can... They can they can expand on the story. So it yeah. did too. I was like, people was like, the movie was already two hours, and most of the Rockies ain't two hours anyway. Like they be like an hour and a half, hour forty five minutes. So yeah, they ain't that long. And bro, we're in a generation where everybody's on social media, where it's everything is quick. So I feel like those young dudes know they can't have no long drawn out story about Dane background. And I think they did a good enough job to give you enough meat to where. You understand the story and you kind of um you felt uh empathy for Dame's character, you know what I'm saying? And I then, found myself cheering for him. Yes, so. you find because because you know what? That's what that's the part I like the most is that I like how they showed when dudes get home from jail, that psyche and and it's the the battle is more so in their mind of being on jail, you know what I'm saying? It's it's friend. Yeah from the chains of that, you know what I'm saying? And I think they did a good job of giving us a glimpse of just, you know, somebody has been locked up for all that time. And, you know, everybody that's locked up ain't bad people. And everybody got a story. Not. You know not. So I think they, I, I appreciate that, that they 
showed that side of it. And I think they also showed the side of like how men um, with Michael B. Jordan, um, how, you know, just even though he was successful, he was still um, holding back a lot. He, he was, was, still, yeah. he, was still, he still hadn't opened up to his wife right. about a lot of stuff. And, you know, that she couldn't, you know, it was dope that she was like, well, if you, if you don't talk to me, talk to somebody. Like, because you can't walk around with this heavy burden. Like, it's something wrong with you, but I don't know because you're not telling me. And so I think when he saw Dame, it, it kind of brought everything back up. You know what I'm saying? Because he basically got in trouble for him. Even though they both were, like he said, they both were bad. They both had they they troubles but mm-hmm. he, he went to jail protecting him and then the mama was bogus bro <laughs> Claire was bogus Claire was bogus Claire, Claire, Claire you bogus. ain't shit you ain't shit Claire Claire was definitely bogus she's bogus for hiding those those uh those uh letters so right and I like how they made I like how they made Dame like he was jail built Jail swole, you know what I'm saying? Because that jail swole is a little bit different than different, yeah. somebody that's, you know, yeah. um prison. That's prison swole. Prison he was swole. prison swole, and they made yeah. him, they made him prison swole. So I like that. I definitely like that. Um, oh, here, we <laughs> here we go. He got a new movie coming out too, where he's a uh, bodybuilder. So I'll be sitting front and really? center. Yep. He working, ain't he? He working. Yep. And you know what? I'm gonna tell you how much I like. I have been a Jonathan major stand for the last month. Uh, I got Paramount. I got Paramount Plus just so I can watch Devotion because that's the only thing that's streaming it. I gotta watch that movie. Yeah. So I enjoyed it. If y'all ain't see it, y'all go out and see it. It was. It's definitely worth it. It's definitely worth the money. It's a good. I'm. I plan on going to see it again myself. So. Teach enjoyed it, y'all. I did. I did. I joy. I'm telling you, Michael B. Jordan said that um the fight scenes that when they were together, he was trying to make it look like it was two gladiators in the ring. And he 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 successfully. Yeah, I peep that. I peep that. Yeah, and you can see he also said he had the anime um influence with the fight. And people who love anime, I think if you guys. Um, or into that, I think that definitely that last fight scene you'll enjoy it because I thought it was dope how when they were fighting, it's all spoilers, y'all. So I'm just letting y'all know <laughs> when they was fighting, how the crowd disappeared. Yeah. And then and then it it put the chains up. Yeah. I mean the 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 that's the chains the um like the, the, the bars yeah. bars yeah and it kind of just show you how they were fight what they were really fighting mentally you know what I'm saying. So that was look I at T's. Look at T's. Look at T's. Deep diving. I did. Deep diving. When I saw that, I was like, "Oh, that's cool!" Like they they yeah, blocked everything else out, and they were showing like the imagery was just dope, bro. It was like they were just showing like they battle, they fighting each other, but they actually fighting other stuff too. You know what I'm saying? So hey, y'all, peace is potting. Okay, y'all. <laughs> Knock potting. it out, bro. Knock it out. Hey, y'all, y'all heard the deep dive? Woo! Knock it off. Deep dive, boy. Yeah, that was I. I was proud when I said I was like, "That's cool." But then I, 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 I had I saw an interview that he that Michael B. Jordan did. He was saying that scene specifically he got from like an anime movie, and they showed like the clip where um I don't know the 
I'm not an anime person at all. So, but one of those movies that uh, one of those fight scenes they did that the two brothers were fighting. There was two best friends were fighting, and then they kind of like the the background disappeared, and it was just them. Okay. So okay. he definitely he definitely he was true to that influence, and he, he did a great job. He did. Creed definitely. Yeah. I'm going to see it again. Uh, so you know, since I was married and wife, she's off today, and I had this. I was sick, so we just we watched Creed one and two today. Okay, all right. Puzzle, but, but before we move on, let me ask you this: from the three Creeds, where do you rank this last one? Uh, second. Okay, what's your first one? Creed two. You like Creed 2 first. I love Creed. I love Creed 2. Really? That's my least favorite one. You know why I love Creed 2? Because I'm a Rocky fan. Mm. And the fact that and the fact they brought back Drago's son to fight oh. Creed two times. Yeah. And and it was longer. Mm-hmm. And then that and that final training scene, the montage. Mm-hmm. Like I'm 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 being honest, full full disclosure here. I get emotional, I get fired up that training scene. <laughs> yeah. Cause it, it's the music, and then yeah. you know that you know how it is. Like he he training, he getting his ass whooped. He want to quit. Yeah. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden, he break through, and then you know what I'm saying. Like I I love Creed two. Creed two is my favorite one. That's my favorite one. Creed two is my least favorite one. I definitely I'm um I ain't decided yet if I want because Creed one was good to me. I I definitely enjoyed Creed one. Um, and Creed three is is dope. So I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if I'm ready to say Creed three is above one. I'm almost close, bro. I think I think I want to put it above one, only because, okay. like I said, I ain't a big Rocky fan. I could I can go without him being in the movies. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I think that um, I think that uh the story, the storyline was good without him being in there. You know, I I'm yeah. like like the two to me it was just holding to me, two was just holding on to the Rocky. And drag it. What, 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 what's his name? The um Ivan Drago. Drago, yeah. It's just holding on to that too long. Like, okay, they 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 that he was in like you know, he, he killed Creed and then you know uh Rocky get back. Uh, yeah, but that's just like I'm just, just like we, we gotta move past that. Rocky is one of the best American movies ever made. Okay, all <laughs> of them. Okay. Yo, AJ, they should have stopped after Rocky Five. They fucked up trying to go with Rocky Balboa. Yeah, that Balboa was old, his old mm-hmm. ass in the ring trying to fight. That was tough. They should have just stopped. Balboa was Dookie, and Five was Hockey Dookie too. Five was good. What you talking about? Five was cold. Five was not cold. Five was okay. It was okay when he was fighting. What's his name? That white boy, the young white boy. What was his name? In the street fight, Tommy. Yeah, Tommy. Yeah, that was like, ah, <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, you know, I'll just, I, I can I take it. Against young lion. <sighs> he was always held in too, bro. He let him know, like, look, I'm the <laughs> teacher, you the student. Ain't shit happening over here. <sighs> and then the music come on. Okay, I'm gonna say this too about Creed Three. The soundtrack is uh that uh J. Cole did his his uh that's cold. Greenville did it. That's See, that, cold. That's why that's why I'm saying it's a it's a, it's a difference when you have a black director and you got black producers and black leagues. Cause I'm telling you, 
when they're in the ring, I don't want to hear that dun 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 shit. I don't want to hear no Metallica coming on. I want to hear Dreamville. I want to hear JID. I want to hear J. Cole. I, I want to hear that in when they I don't want to hear that other stuff. I'm sorry. Well, you I'm gonna hear it. Sorry. You're gonna hear that in the Creed movies, of course, because it's you know it's the culture. You know you're gonna hear that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I that but that's that's that was dope that, that they did the whole soundtrack. Yeah, that, that, and that, that's, that's that's what that's what's good about having like black directors and black producers and black leads because then you can infuse black music in there and like because all the rest of them, you know, like they'll put like a black song here and there, but they always gotta have that rocky music. I don't want to hear that. I'm sick of that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I mean, we can't. It's time to move on. <laughs> I don't know. You sick of it? You sick of it, Tease? You get everybody pumped up. You know, it's a ton, 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 ton. sick of it, Tease. You sick of it? Sick of it, bro. Sick of it. Tired. Y'all heard of it. Y'all heard of it. She tired of that. Tired of that. So yeah. Anyway. T- <laughs> Last thing we gotta talk about before we get out of here, Chris Rock. Chris Rock, selective outrage. So, I'm watching it. I ain't finished it. I finished it. But, you know, know, with social media nowadays, you really don't have to watch anything. You just just listen to people make posts about it because they're going to talk about anything Mm -hmm. on social media. But um, I'm at the part where he's talking about about the slap or whatever. Mm -hmm. So... that's probably the best part of the, the the show. That last ten minutes was when he stepped on 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 Will and Jada's neck. Yeah, yeah. as he so should. Here's, here's the thing. Chris Rock. I'm just gonna. Chris Rock is one of my top five all time comedians. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. I've always I've always liked Chris Rock. Mm-hmm. He's a, he's a he's a brilliant writer of jokes. Mm-hmm. He, um, I've always liked his comedy. Um. Big and Black are still one of my favorite stand up. Definitely one of my favorite in my top five. Uh, uh, show. Funny as hell. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I can watch that now and still have the same laugh. Yep, um, me too. Here's what I want to say about selective outrage. I really believe therapy session. I believe he wanted to get some shit off his chest. Mm-hmm. I believe, yeah, he wrote what he wrote. But I really mm-hmm. believe he wanted the world to know how he really felt. Mm-hmm. People didn't like it. A lot of people didn't like this 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 uh, this stand up. Um, I also didn't realize that a lot of black people don't like Chris Rock. Like I was really taken aback. I I didn't know that. Like people, oh, I, I knew that a few years ago. I I had no idea because. <laughs> I mean, people really were talking about how, like, literally, like, Chris Rock really ain't that funny. He's just loud and boisterous. I'm like, wait a minute. You loud and boisterous? You don't, you never paid attention to his jokes? Right. Like, like what he be talking about? But again. Yeah, I never seen Pootie saying. <laughs> but a lot of people say, black folks don't like politics and they comedy. They don't. And they don't like, I'm sorry, bro. I just want to say before you uh, finish, they, they they also just don't like stuff that's truthful as well. Yeah, Continue. yeah. And well, reading everybody's comments and everything, people who went in about it, they just said that it wasn't as funny as the other ones. Sure, it okay. wasn't. Probably not, but to me, uh-huh. it was good so far. When I watched, I like it. Maybe because I'm a fan, but 
I yeah. like it. Yeah. Um, now, he's taking a lot of backlash a lot because of what he said, but particularly calling Jada a bitch. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of people said they don't like that because here's a black man calling a black woman a bitch and getting laughs and jokes about it on national TV or whatever. Now, here's my thing. Selective outrage. That's, that's the perfect Selective outrage because we're not even we're not even gonna go there because it's too many songs with bitch 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 ho 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 in in it for even anybody to get offended because he called her a bitch. Sorry. Well, you got these these women, especially a lot of young black women, a lot of feminists, saying, you know, here's a black man, um, basically down in a black woman, and 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 then they said. Not only a black woman, a wife of another black man. So I said, I had made a comment on somebody's Instagram post. I said, well, what about that same black woman who has her son's friend in their house? That's the same black woman, right? That's facts. I got yeah. blocked. <laughs> black joke. But that's selective outrage. That's selective what outrage. Bro, that was the perfect title for and the responses to it is selective outrage. That, that's the funniest thing to it. That's the funniest thing about all this is that y'all really proving his point. Y'all really proving his point. Like, you know, um, like some of the jokes, like people was mad, like the guy from um I think Michael Jackson's family was mad because he said y'all still listen y'all y'all um y'all y'all hate r kelly but listen to michael jackson yeah. you know what i'm saying and yeah. so chris jackson yeah so i'm like but, but i'm like you know it's it's a valid it's a valid thing you know what i'm saying like if we're gonna i know in theory, you know, Michael Jackson didn't get convicted. You know what I'm saying? So that is a difference. He didn't get convicted of anything. R. Kelly did, you know what I'm saying? But I can I can see what he's trying to say there. You know what I'm saying? Um, he but, said for years, my father's been a butt of Chris, Chris uh, Rock jokes. And I've been years. Years. People, to, again, it's, it's selective outrage. People want to jump on Chris Rock because they don't like his style of comedy because he ain't hood. He ain't you know, Deion Cole, he ain't D-Ray. He not, that's not his style of comedy. He's always been more of a storyteller type of, yep. you know, quick punch guy because that's just how Chris Rock is. Like, so many people didn't even know Everybody Hates Chris was so funny until they went off the air. Now, I'm one of them. I started watching it when it went off the air. Yeah. Most people I know that watch it, they didn't watch it till it went off the air. So that shit was funny. It's that hilarious. It's still one, it's still one of my favorite shows. And it's it's about it's it's basically his biography. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's basically his biography. So I don't um, you know, I don't I didn't think he, you know, what he said about Will and Jada, you know, he he's not a fighter. He can't fight Will back. He ain't gonna slap him back, you know. Um he said that. That ain't his style, but he's a comedian. What what you think a comedian gonna do? Just like when rappers, you know, have they beef and they go, but they say we be keeping on wax. They go back and forth. That's what he do. He's not gonna fight Will. He's going to do what he do. His 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 what he's good at is writing jokes. And like you say, it was a therapy session for him. You know what I'm saying? To get that to yeah. get that off. And you know, people just don't. Sometimes black people, we just pick and choose when we want to get mad at because if we don't like you, then we just, you know, we we start nitpicking and making up stuff. You know what I'm saying? Comedy, comedy, comedy will never ever be the same in this era of social media, uh, Me Too, 
uh, feminist movement, it, it, mm-hmm. it would never be the same because yeah. everybody has too much access to uh, uh, the the internet, IG, and people can take a clip and they'll run with that clip and then they'll basically say, "Oh, he hates women. Oh, he hates. Oh, he hates. He hates gays. Oh, right. he hates. He hates lesbians. It's right. comedy. It's like right. it." Comedy now would never ever be the same. How we grew up, right? With comedy, it it will never be that again, ever again. I, I but I just, I honestly though, bro, and not to prolong it, I just don't understand the black women that do have a problem with it. It's just like you don't, you don't get this upset about anybody else saying bitch in songs in relation to you know disrespect, quote unquote, disrespecting black people or black women. You know what I'm saying? It's just like it's 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 just weird to me, like because I I feel like when we start trying to complain about every little thing, the stuff that really is valid, bro, is gonna get lost in the mix because it is. If, eventually, your voice gets uh, what what can I say? It's um, it becomes background noise. Yep. If you're always talking, it's always something, and you make a big deal out of everything. As at some point, it's gonna get it's gonna be background noise, and nobody's gonna listen because they're gonna they're not gonna take you seriously. So, I don't think like people are 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 acting like Jada is like this angel, and I'm not saying that, you know, you know, that she's, you know, something's bad about her, but I what he said was true. And everybody was thinking it, which is what's crazy to me. Yeah, yeah, everybody, everybody was thinking it. Everybody was thinking you're mad at Jada and you took it out on Chris Rock. Yeah. Because for two or three months since that interview, you were the butt of all the jokes. You were, sure you, were. you had that 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 cry face, yep. all, of, all that that meme going around, and she was sitting there like big ballsy, like, yeah, I I I'm I'm interviewing my son, I'm interviewing my husband about having sex with our son's friend, having a whole ass affair, that is the most asinine, damn near, like, uh, uh, egotistical thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I used to I, like her, man. I don't I know no dude, I don't know no man, bro, who's going to sit there and go through that. No. Not no man with no balls. No. Hell no. I will. I love Will. But that was, he came across weak. He came he across. The, he sat there and looked at her and looked at her. He was while, pissed off. Why she he told him? Yeah. He was mad. Wow. He was mad, bro. Everybody know he was mad. He was hurt as he should be, and he probably got some dirt on him. You know that that he just it's never been out there, but he more so mad that they business got out there, and it's just like you boning somebody that you know that don't know how to keep stuff in house. Yeah. When it's your son, you know? friend. It's your son a friend. That's you wild, know? man. I still That's can't wild. believe it. And I'll just I'll seen it like I can't believe like he was a clown, Joe. He's clown. a clown out there. You know what I'm saying? But clown, big clown. She a clown for fooling around with him. So Yep. Yep. But yeah. I'm gonna finish watching it and um, you know, I'm I'm gonna have my little comment about it once I finish watching it. But so far I like it. I thought I it was no good. It. It's definitely it's not one of Chris Rock's finest. I, I'll go on record and say that to me, he it's definitely not one of his finest. But I feel like it's appropriate for the moment, and the yeah. stuff he, he the stuff he he talked about is appropriate. And yeah. you know, I liked I'm a, it. I'm gonna finish it. I'm gonna finish it. And uh, and listeners, make sure y'all check it out. Listen and leave y'all comments. So if y'all already seen it, 
leave a comment when we drop the, uh, the episode. Let us know how you feel about the uh, selective outrage stand up. Yeah, definitely, definitely. We'll have a y'all. Just so y'all know, our episode sixty three, we had some 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 yes. you know, some video troubles, so that's why you didn't see the video for that. So I do have some clips. I'm still gonna post. Um, but uh, that's why the video we didn't post right. this week is because uh, the, the Apple difficulty. is still out there on Apple. It's still out there on Spotify, so y'all can still listen to it. But yeah, um, we couldn't get the video uh to 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 cooperate with us last week, so. But the episode is out there, it's up. So, yeah. you know, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, make sure you go check it out. For sure, for sure. And this was uh, episode 64. 64, 64. Next week, we'll be in the studio. I'm going to try to get a guest in there next week. Um, we can have a studio talk. Um, and then we got some stuff coming up with other guests, too. We do. Sure we do. We sure do. We booking them. We booking them. <laughs> we booking them. So stay locked in, everybody. Stay locked yeah. in. Make sure you subscribe. Some of this, some of that podcast. And make sure you subscribe on Apple, Spotify, even the YouTube page. Yes. Make sure you make sure you uh, follow the IG page and keep leaving comments. We appreciate that. For sure. For sure. Tell everybody about it. And about hey, and, and make sure. Listen, cuffing season is almost over. Yep, so, we got one more month. Yeah, one more month. Yeah, to uh, to spring. Whoever you've been laying up with all winter, you got one more month, and then y'all gonna have to part ways and, and and be outside. Yeah, got to get you a new boo and bust it open for the culture. All right, all right. and on that note, guys. <laughs> yeah, just are, like that, straight we, like that. <laughs> we on that note, we are going to close out this podcast. Okay, this yeah. is not. Okay. <laughs> like that, you heard? We'll see y'all next week. <laughs> All right, we out of here. <laughs>